Sounds good. Hey, everybody. It's Ryan from Pi Records, and I'm here with Underwater Bosses. How are you guys? How's it going? Great. How are you, Ryan? Very good. Very good. Uh, very happy to meet you. I've been excited because I've been following you for for a little while now, and I recently got to listen to uh, your CD, Aqua La Vista, and uh, I... I, I I was impressed with how the, the album was put together. Um, it really is. It like, kind of like rides like a wave. Uh, I don't know if that was intentional or not, um, but you want to talk a little bit about how you put the record together? Yeah, yeah. we, we, uh, we kind of uh, just uh, threw a bunch of songs and ideas that we had, uh, you know, laying around together it was kind of uh i don't want to say it was a rush job but it was we wanted to to get these ideas out and recorded and uh i was still living up north uh two hours from from syracuse here and i was driving back and forth and we were just like plugging away uh really locking these songs down tight and uh then we we pretty much did all the recording ourselves and uh handed it off to uh our friend steve sapchek at uh Square Studio and he and he polished it and made it sound all as pretty as it does. Yeah, I don't think there was really any intention though with like ordering them, so it's kind of like a wave or anything like that. We just threw it together, basically. You know, <clears throat> it really uh, the 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 lullaby on it is is fantastic, and it comes right in the middle. And uh, I don't know how you guys feel about that song, but you have some really aggressive songs, but then you turn around and you have that one. And uh, it was really quite refreshing. I really, really, really dug that song. Thank you. Thanks. That was, uh, I actually wrote the lyrics for that one. That was for my daughter. Um, that was a little lullaby for her, a surfing lullaby. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, before we go any further, I want you to introduce yourselves and um, tell me what instruments you play. Because, We're underwater bosses. My name is Chris. Sorry, <laughs> I'm Greg. Uh, I play bass and uh, I sing uh, occasionally, but uh, not so much lately. We're we're steering more towards the instrumental side, so. Uh, I'm Bob Breen. Uh, I play drums and some percussion. Just starting to branch out a little more in that area. Very I'm Chris cool. Stewart. I play guitar and uh, occasionally some keyboards on the songs. <clears throat> so um, getting back to the the music on the album, it's very uh, it, it's a wide it's a wide variety. Um, it, it's not just straight surf. It, some of some of it's very wet. Some of it's like you said with vocals and very um, mellow, but you also have an aggressive side to you, um, which I, which I love. Um, what, what inspires you to go one way or the other or mix the two? It's kind of whatever comes out. I mean, we just write, write songs. Some songs are mellow. Some songs are totally heavy and some songs are dark. Some songs are surfy. Yeah. Um, we just kind of do whatever comes out is good to go in, in terms of what we do, I guess. It's a good, good mixture of our influences uh, from thrash metal to punk to, you know, all the old school traditional surf and uh, everything. Everything's in there. We, we throw it all in there together. That's what I was going to say. Basically, it's a mixture of all of our influences. Kind of they're very varied. Some are really heavy. Some are really mellow. So it kind of comes out 
through our music, I guess, which is good. It, yeah, it's really a, it's really apparent that there's uh, quite a variety of things uh, influencing not just not just surf itself, but like like you said, other heavier music. Absolutely. And we're just ultimately trying to be the Jesus lizard. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want to big ups to the descendants. Um, how much of, of Bill's drumming would you say has influenced you in your drumming? Uh, I, I would say a decent amount. I, I've been a descendants and all fan for years, probably back early nineties. Um, I got it. I was a little late to the party. You know, they were, um, pretty far into all by the time I even found out about them, but Bill's uh, drumming definitely influenced me. I loved that. Like the, just the, how aggressive he was on his fills and, um, just how it drove the song. And, um, I think a lot of my straight up, what I consider surf fills are basically ripping off Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of when I go into a surf sort of realm, I feel like that's sort of what I'm doing is, going back to like Milo goes to college and some of those sort of beats that have a sort of surf vibe to them in some ways. That's uh, I, I kind of even got that hit before I even saw your shirt before, before we got on the call. I, I was like, the, the, the drums are especially uh, uh, aggressive. Uh, even in the slower songs, there's still that hint of, I'm not going to say Bill, but that style. Yep. I, I, I and that's I, that, that makes me happy that you hear it. <laughs> Bob definitely gets hard. Yeah, I have a tendency to hit pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's good though. That's good though. If you're playing in a club, does it have a good PA? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, influences on guitar, uh, like like uh, you said, um, heavy music, punk music. But as far as the surf sound goes, where would you say? Uh, your your main influences come from? Uh, I'd say the Cramps, Dick Dale, and Manor Astro Man in terms of pure surf. Very cool. um, you know, a little bit of ventures here and there. You know, kind of kind of stuff that's more on the gritty side, I guess. What, yeah, for sure. Awesome. What what I heard uh, a little bit was uh, some muting, which which. Uh, it, it was a different style of muting than your your typical plink plink plink. It was it was chord muting uh, with with the reverb, and it sounded really awesome. Uh, uh, Where did you get that idea from? I don't know. Um, if you're taught, I, I think I do that on KGB Tsunami. Um, yeah, and maybe a couple, but uh, it just sounded cool when I was jamming on the riffs, you know. And it was a little bit heavy sounding, almost, you know. So it was basically heavy metal without the distortion. <laughs> that's his slayer influence yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it, it does sound amazing um as far as bass goes there's a there's a lot going on in the bass um can you can you speak of who would influence you to to play such a such a busy type of music uh in particular on bass Um, I mean, I'm influenced from everything, you know, from punk to metal to, to Prague. I think Chris Squire, Mike Watt, uh, Carl Alvarez of the Descendants, for sure. Um, you know, the Jesus Lizard, uh, David William Sims is another big one uh, for me. 
So and anything in that, and you know, going back to uh, you know the ventures, the way Bob, the way Bob played the bass. You know, I'm not at quite as good as him, but that he's he's an awesome bass player, and definitely I try to be more like him. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, so where are you guys located right now? Syracuse, New York. Yep, what? Syracuse. I'm, I'm very interested because I talked to a few bands from Syracuse. In, in upstate New York. Um, tell me a little bit about what the scene is there uh, in the community. Um, I guess before COVID, um, there's a good mix of bands around. Um, generally, there's, there's um, a lot of blues. Uh, there's a lot of metal, um, at least from what I can tell. There's, uh, there's some people, our friend Mark Turley with LRS Records is, has a record label going here, and he's got a lot of cool stuff going on that we've been doing shows and, and some hopefully some future releases and stuff like that. So um, there, there's a good scene here. Yeah, a lot of indie rock bands on LRS, and then uh, and there's, a, there's a cool uh, underground punk scene, with, uh, the War Lovers and Lucky 33. You know, shout out to those guys. Oh, yeah. uh, it's really good, really good uh, company. Uh, do you do you find that playing with uh, a mix of genres is is like a really really good way to get one crowd into the the other crowd's music? Yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, it's it's good to kind of mix it up. Uh, like if we play, you know, the shows with the punk bands, we'll even throw out a couple of Ramones covers or uh, you know Misfits or even Descendants from time to time. So, but. Um, we, we, yeah, it's good to mix it up, but we generally stick to like the originals and stuff. It's a good mix. Awesome. Awesome. So pre COVID you had an album out on Sharawaji. Is that correct? Yep. How do you, how do you guys get hooked up with them? Because that was, that was your first album, right? Um, yeah, we, uh, we, we recorded the album and uh, I harassed Michael um, at Charwaji and uh, I said, Hey, you know, uh, give, give our band a listen, give our album a chance. And uh, he, he said he really enjoyed it. And uh, he, he helped us out and cut us a deal. Do you have, so uh, he's, he's been really great. He's helped us out. Do you have a copy of it right there? Uh, we have the, the CD right here and uh, the vinyl is uh, in its final stages here. And uh, that'll be that'll be coming out very soon. We'll just say. Did you uh, did you hear the test pressings yet? Yes, yes we did. Yeah. There it is, right here. We're, we're sharing all of our secrets, but uh, <laughs> top secret uh, right here. So yeah, it's it's coming soon. We're really excited about that. Uh, COVID, uh, you know, it, it had its setbacks, but um, you know, also it gave us time to really help us out to to sit back and work on some new material and, and really get our stuff together as well too. So. Um, stuff, I, good stuff coming. I see a lot of people uh, with a lot of kind of pent up frustration, uh, but out of that comes a lot of a lot of creativity. Uh, did that guys help you kind of kind of zero in on where on your work? I think so. Definitely gave us the time to write new songs and and record a bunch. We did a lot of singles last year, not a lot, but. Um, maybe four or five singles, I think. Yeah, um, we did so. uh, a couple of singles on our own. And then we were, uh, we were asked to uh, be on a uh, compilation, the Surfing Kitty Christmas with Mark Malibu. Uh, we released a, a Christmas oh, yeah. song for that and, and uh, did a video for 95X of us playing it live. Uh, and that, 
that was that was super cool. Uh, Mark Mark's a great guy, and he helped uh, raise a lot of money for um, uh, a, a kitty sanctuary down in the Bahamas. So that was that was really cool that we could help out with that. So that's awesome. Yeah, and then we started uh, writing and uh, getting things ready for our next album. So um, we had a lot planned. We had a lot of shows that were booked that got canceled, and we had some some studio shows and, and a couple of radio stations that got canceled, but. Um, you know, we, we've been jamming as much as we can through it though. So it's coming back around again. Yeah. Yeah. I see, I see it kind of, I see the light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. <laughs> um, so how did you guys get together? Uh, having, having the backgrounds that you have and why did you decide to, uh, form a surf band? Uh, our backgrounds are basically the same because we've known each other since high school and we've gotten into the same bands every step of the way since then. <laughs> so we've all kind of had the same, same bands. If one of us are into a band, we're all into it basically. So we've been jamming since high school. We, we, the three of us have another, another prog rock, uh, math rock kind of band called the beard that we played with, uh, played together years ago with, you know what I mean? So we've, we've just been jamming all this time in one project or another with each other. Yeah. So what are some of the other bands that you're working on right now? Really nothing uh, other than Underwater Buses. That's our main band. Main but focus. We always have the beard. We've been talking a while about doing a new beard yeah. album. It's our alter ego. Yeah. It's our instrumental <laughs> prog rock band, but it's pretty much it's pretty much Underwater Bosses w- without the uh, the awesome reverb, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's talk about gear for a second. Um, as far as reverb, how do you get that that really wet sound that you got? That the first album, it was strictly a, a sixty-eight deluxe reverb, just whatever the reverb was that was on it. Um, that's it, <laughs> you know. So it uh, it was pretty pretty powerful. That was my dad's old man. My dad played in country bands, and uh, when I got into sir, he ended up giving me that amp. And uh, it was kind of cool. I was playing on like a Mesa triple rectifier half stack with, it didn't have reverb on it. And I had a digital reverb pedal for a while. And I didn't know, you know, until I noticed I'm like, man, this just doesn't have the highs. doesn't have the reverb, you know? And then when I played that Fender amp, I was like, there it is. There's the crisp highs and that crazy reverb. So um, yeah, it was just a deluxe reverb. Uh, guitar of choice. On that album, I played a Hallmark uh, Custom 60, which was awesome. Uh, and I still have that, and I still play it. I've been playing a Strat on, the, on some newer stuff. Um, so it's got a little bit more of a high-end, uh, glassy Fender sound, that old-school kind of sound. But it's still heavy, though. So, awesome. uh, What about uh, Superphonics? Are you playing any of that? Superphonics? Uh, drums? Oh, no. Um, I'm using uh, Rogers. Oh, Rogers cool. drums. They're, they're pretty old. They're like from the 80s, I'd say. And I, I ended up refinishing them myself. They were red before, but now they're a gold sparkle. And I bought the old um, 60s logos, added those to it. I tried to make it look more like an older kit. Um, I just like the way they sound, though. They're really, really heavy, sound really powerful. Like yeah. uh, they remind me of uh, something that Dan or Bill would play on, <laughs> Bill Stevenson. Some some really deep t- sounding toms and cuts through everything. The cannons, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, totally, totally. Um, 
and as for base, um, uh, what do you what are you playing through? Um, I have multiple personalities. <laughs> <laughs> as you know, most of these players they're never happy. So um, uh, right now I'm I'm playing uh, my Fender P bass. It's a 2000 P bass that I've had beat the crap out of over the years. Um, through an Ampeg Portaflex 350, and I uh, just uh, recently acquired an Ampeg 212 uh, bass cab. So that'll be my my live sound. But mostly uh, when recording, I just go uh, DIN, just right into the uh, interface, and then I try and beef it up the best I can with whatever we have. So very. Cool. I think every time we jam, Greg has a new rig. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> so I, I can't decide, but I think I'm going to stick with this one for a while. This in the in the. Uh, the Getty Lee Sanzamp, you know, so I can yeah. sound like uh, moving pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, where where can people find you if they want to get in contact with you, learn a, bit, a little bit more about you? Uh, is there a website or how can they listen to your music? Uh, well, uh, we're at underwaterbosses.com as our website, and you can also find us on, you know, the normal social media, Facebook and uh, Twitter and things like that, uh, Instagram. Um, that would probably be the easiest way to contact us is either through uh, Facebook or Instagram, something like that, if someone was looking to contact us. But we have all of our material on Bandcamp and, you know, all, all the other normal things like that. But, you know, hopefully people like to buy the physical media these days and we'll yeah. pick up some of our vinyls and things like that. Um, but that would probably be the best would be through Facebook and things like that. Sharawaji uh, Records, uh, their website, uh, Sharawaji and their band camp as well. And uh, you're going to, that's when you find all the other uh, cream of the crop surf bands on there as well, you know, the yeah, Jagalons. Uh, so it's, it's something that I'm interested in because I'm new to band camp. I'm not new to buying it, but selling our records on band camp. Um, how how does the community on Bandcamp work for you? Um, it's a good question. <laughs> I, it, I think it works pretty well. I mean, I mean, I like it because it's super easy just to put your music up, and there's no real middleman. You can just put it on there and and get it out there and sell it, and uh, it's it's really easy for people, you know. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's hard to compete with iTunes and Spotify. It's so packaged up, and it's it's just so convenient for people to just listen to stuff now. Especially if you don't have to actually click the button and buy it. You're just a monthly sub, and you're streaming things, you know. But yeah. um, I think there's a lot of flex. Bandcamp caters to the bands a lot more, yeah. obviously, than yeah. the, than the other streaming sites, and yeah. Yeah, you can sell actual merch through there. So that, that's Bandcamp's awesome. That's what I want to, one of the things I want to promote is Bandcamp and how you just said the, they cater to the bands because the bands are the ones who are the creators. And um, I'm, I'm all one for physical media, especially vinyl. Um, but would, would you say that, um, say Bandcamp Friday is a, is a great way to get people to uh, hear new stuff. Uh, do you find people come in and contact you more often on those days? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's amazing. It's amazing what they're doing. Um, and the fact that it's so versatile, um, I, I think is, is a testament to the designers being focused on the creators. They're, you know what I mean? <laughs> 
absolutely. It's cool too. You start to see some bands that you listen to a lot putting things on a band camp like Sebado. I remember when Sebado started putting stuff out on band camp, I was like, wow, this is cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think part part of the reason is even even the digital uh versions are yours to own. It's not a licensing agreement. Once you buy from the band or label from their band camp site, you own those digital copies, which is which is uh I think a big plus for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, is there anything else do you guys like to promote or, or add before we sign off? Um, basically, the new we're we're finished recording our uh, new album, um, and uh, it's it's getting mixed and mastered now with uh, Steve Sopcich at uh, Square Studio, uh, and we're hoping to have that released in the near future future we'll just say 2021 so uh and that's that's a good mix of uh you know surf rock with all of our influences uh uh even better than aqua la vista i would say there's a bigger wave on this one there's a bigger wave those horns that's our tagline absolutely (laughs) what kind of organs Um, organs um i like a 60s i think i use like a 60s kind of organ and then there's like another one that sounds like a like an old game show kind of theme organ i don't even know what it's called but just uh, it's uh it's some free vsd i had that's that just has organ sounds on it we'll so. just say they're hammond b3s you know <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, we're just gonna right. go with that <laughs> so. we have a show coming up in uh rochester at the montage june 11th as well our uh, first oh, post-covid show that's yeah, awesome so if anybody's in the Rochester wants to come out and see the underwater bosses uh give it our go we'll, we'll be there june 11th oh that's so awesome yeah reserve uh, it i'm very happy for you guys and uh i love i love aqua la vista it's uh it's a really solid album and i can't wait to hear your new stuff thank you thank very you much. thank you uh i want to thank you guys for your time and uh, I know you're in your jamming room, so you're probably gonna you're probably gonna work off some frustration and have a blast. So have a great night and uh, enjoy. <laughs>